Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite. Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fink. Welcome, everybody, to the Vegas Nation Takeaways Edition. It's your host here, Heidi Fang. And today, I'm joined by Levi Damian, who's covered the Raiders for quite some time. He's a scribe over at the Raiders Wire for USA Today. Thank you, Levi, so much for taking the time to join me today. Of course. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get into this uh, Raiders making the playoffs here. And uh, it's just obviously huge uh, for them to accomplish this after just going in 2016. And obviously for Derek Carr, this is tremendous too, because they haven't really, he never had the opportunity in that 2016 game to actually play. So first, just, uh, what is your take on what got them here? That four game stretch in which they pulled together wins to be able to make this happen. Well, first and foremost, I would point to the defense. I mean, the defense just really stepped up. If you look at those three uh, three games before the Chargers, they uh, they held teams to you know, under 16 points per game. Even when the offense was scoring just over 18 points per game, they were they were still pulling out wins. And the you know just you, know, you talk to Mike, Max Crosby and the others, and they just keep using the word relentless, and that's a perfect word because that pass rush is just. It's been relentless, and teams have just just been rattled. I mean, every every quarterback they face is uh, has hasn't know what known what to do. They're they're uh, the pass rush that they they've been putting on. You have Yannick with um, with ten sacks and uh, Max with with eight, and and then you got the interior pressure as well, and that makes up for a lot of flaws that they have in their secondary. And otherwise, you know, they're they're all allowed. They're all given the, the quarterback's not given enough time to to find the the the, the receivers and therefore the cornerbacks can um, do their job a lot better. So the, the defense has really stepped up lately. And uh, but kudos to, to Derek Carr and kudos to, you know, to everyone else on, on the offense for doing what has to be done to uh, to to get put them in a position to win at the end. Yeah. And. On top of that, the run game has looked pretty solid. You know, Josh Jacobs is coming alive. Uh, what have you made of the way that he's changed in terms of how he's been able to push downfield? It's really something, honestly. Uh, you, you've you seen it in spurts uh, in his career. And namely, I saw it. He, he came out, obviously, as a rookie and just played played with. He was, in my opinion, he's the one who deserved to be named rookie of the year. We hadn't seen it that as much in the in the years since, but then all of a sudden he he hurts his rib and he's running better than I've seen him in a while. And and perhaps better than I've ever seen him, honestly, because he's it's almost like the idea that he's more afraid to get touched. He's got this like fight or flight mentality, just like don't don't hit my bruised rib. And so he's so he's stiff arming guys and he's he's more patient to find the seam and and it's just it's really working for him. And I I also think that these close games, these low scoring close games allows the offense 
to lean on the run game more when you're late in games and you're, and you're, you're in a close, you're in a close game and you're trying to run clock and drive the ball down the field. They're going to give the ball to him more often and more opportunities means more chances to get it right. Right. And I mentioned Derek Carr there in the beginning about how he wasn't able to play in the previous playoff game that he got that 12 and four Raiders team too. Uh, he had broken his ankle as everybody knows. So what do you think the magnitude of this game is for him and how much you know, he's really aspired to reach this, this level yet again, and he's finally accomplished it. So what do you feel like that maybe might be going through his mind as he prepares for this? Well, it's the confidence thing. You know, he's been, he and, you know, of course, his his brothers as well have been, you know, yelling that, you know, they're, that there's something there, that that he's he's good enough to be one of the better quarterbacks in this league. And, the, and you know, the, a lot of times it's it comes down to, you know, this, and I don't necessarily agree with this, the idea that he just hasn't had a good enough team around him to uh, to make it this far because I'm a firm believer in you know the better quarterbacks will be the difference you know they will they will bring the team up around them and he has had some some contributions but you know credit to him for for I, I don't know want to say not losing games for them but but yeah. doing what needs to be done to to get the team to this to this point and you get them into the postseason and it's just like somebody asked him a question the the other day about uh, about you, you're a playoff quarterback and he, fe- he felt the need to remind you, hey, I've been here before, I just didn't get to play. And, um, and that's, that's a big difference because he played them into the playoffs in the game that, made the, that got them there. And then he has a chance to actually win a playoff game. So just all that any NFL team wants and all that any NFL quarterback wants is that opportunity. You know, it's it's great. Yeah, he he led them to actually it was a 12 and three record because he didn't play that last game. So he led them to a 12 and three record, but it didn't really matter because he didn't have a chance to prove that he was the guy to show that they deserved it because it's a whole different ballgame once you get into the playoffs. And and basically everybody's zero and zero, as they like to say, it's a and everybody has a shot. You just have to be you have to make it there to get into the, to get that shot. And then it's anybody's game. And he has a chance now is the first chance he's had to prove that, that he can, that he can, that he can carry this team through the playoffs against all playoff teams, um, you know, to, and win playoff games. Cause uh, fans like to say, and you hear it a lot when, when they trade players away, like they say, Oh, they've won the same amount of playoff games as the Raiders. So it doesn't make any difference. And it's like, okay, I don't necessarily believe that because I think making the playoffs is its own um, accomplishment, but there is something to be said for if you get there and then you lose, what difference does it really make at that point? So he has a chance to change those minds now. It's interesting too, because this is a very young Raiders team. When you look at the level of experience uh, between the two teams, I mean, they're both pretty young, but I think the most tenured player on the Raiders is Casey Hayward. So when you think about just um, playoff experience and who can really tell this young team what it's going to feel like, what they're going to go through, how much do you feel like that's a contributing factor when you go in, like you said, at a zero and zero kind of starting point and the, the, different amount of players with the level of experience of being in this type of game and the the weight of it. Like, is it 
you think like very different when you get out there, the mindset that you need to have as a player to really make a push in the playoffs? And, and what is that? I think there is something to that. But I think me personally, I, I look at is what if, if you heard what Hunter Renfro the other, other day said after the game, he said, you get used to winning. I think that's the I mean, that might be another way of saying momentum, if you will. And he, he compared it to his Clemson team in 2016, where where they won a lot of close games, but they won them. And then next thing and, and a win begets the win. And you start to feel like we can do this. We're at a close game. We've won, we won these games before. We can win them again. We, we belong here. We deserve. And so if you're part of that, like all these players are right in this moment, you're, you believe, you believe in yourself. And that goes so, that goes so far. It doesn't matter that these games have been, haven't gotten out of the teens in most of these, most of these situations or that, you know, the, and then the Chargers came back in this game and it was a high scoring game, but the Raiders were always, were, were always thinking in their minds, we can do this. We're a good enough team. We just came off of three straight wins and we started the season with three straight wins. If you want to look at it that way as well, um, before, you know, everything fell apart for obvious reasons, but uh, they, it's that belief in, in each other, the veterans. Sure. They, they're like, yeah, we, I've been, they can say I've been on teams that believed in each other this same way. And they can impart that, that, um, that wisdom on their teammates. But I think the most important thing are all these players together saying that that firmly believing and having unshakable confidence that they are good enough to beat pretty much any team right now. And I, I think they go into this game against Cincinnati. They're not intimidated. They just beat a playoff caliber team in the chargers. The Colts were in the playoff race right up until the end of the season. And so they can, they've proven already they can beat playoff teams. Uh, the Bengals are just another playoff team to them. All right. On that note, let's go ahead, take a quick break. We'll dig a little bit deeper into this game. Raiders super wild card weekend here facing the Bengals, the number four seed. So don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you're listening right now. As we hear a word from our sponsor, Station Casinos, STN Sports. Don't forget, download that mobile app today and get a bonus of up to $100 when you sign up. Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. We all grown. I mean, um, football is, we, we tell the rookies that uh, you come in thinking you really know football and um, that you're like that, but as years go by and the reps continue to, you continue to learn about the game. So as a quarterback from six years ago to now, he's way better than what he was back then. Even, even then when he was having the MVP talks Um, and he would tell you the same thing. I mean, I think every year he's gotten better, uh, smarter, uh, has gotten stronger. You know, he loves to flex his arms and stuff. And then, uh, has gotten, um, you know, better connected with the team and everything just as a all around, um, quarterback and leader of this team. That was 
running back Jalen Richard, one of the, the Raiders who has managed to stay on this roster, uh, one of a few handful, a very small handful of players that have remained since the uh, earlier days, carving another, uh, I believe Nicholas Moreau was also part of the earlier era pre-Gruden that have survived uh, the, onto the roster. Uh, Jalen Richard, they're talking about how much Carr has changed. She's been able to witness it year in and year out. Uh, and I love the part where you said he's flexing more. That's just hilarious to me. But, uh, you know, uh, Levi, uh, a lot of people said Carr has become more aggressive. Have you seen that? Yeah, well, I mean, you can obviously see it. The, the, the statistics bear it out that he's taking more shots downfield. The what I want to see, and this is not necessarily something that's his fault or in his control, is is one thing to take shots, another thing to make them. You know, and and that's it. I I there are so many times, for instance, I'm watching these games, and yeah, you 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 show it was a few times in this last game where he took a shot and like say he overthrew it for instance or that's the word that's used he overthrew it and sometimes yes he he overthrew it and and yeah the guy was open or whatever but so many times what i what i see is his expectation of where a guy is going to be and that guy is not there and that doesn't always fall on him that's i see a guy like rugs probably could have gotten there uh zay jones may be fast in shorts but i don't necessarily see it and you see that you know that they had a lot as you know full well they work together a lot in the park Mm -hmm. in the off season they you know they they're supposed to have developed chemistry in that and you see that chemistry in these short you know these out routes and these crossing patterns and whatnot you see it there there's the timing in those instances but you don't see it on the deep balls so and i don't know whether i don't know whether Carr has to just realize that that Zay Jones is just not as fast um, out of his breaks as he thinks he is, or he's just not as football fast on the field with pads on as he is, um, I don't know, in practice or in the park or whatever. But that con- that connection is not there. You, you, uh, you yeah. This last game, Deshaun Jackson only got eight snaps. He's the deep ball. He was supposed to be the deep ball guy. And clearly what they're doing is they're seeing, they're thinking, oh, Zay Jones is that guy. We don't want Deshaun can, you know, can sit out most of the game and play sparingly. Well, we got Zay Jones. He can be our deep threat. And yeah, you're not really, you're not seeing enough of that. So what, what I want to see is with that aggressiveness, I want to see timing. I want to see them, him, he, he and Zay Jones or whoever else, um, he and Hunter Renfro seem to be like simpatico, yeah. but, uh, I want to see that kind of those connections being made on those deep balls. I think a lot of people too expected when Darren Waller showed back up last week that there would be that immediate reconnect with their chemistry, but it seemed to be a little rusty. Uh, what uh, do you make of Darren Waller maybe kind of stepping back into that role of being Carr's go-to as they head into Cincinnati? I think that they're going to look a lot, a lot, their chemistry is going to be a lot better in the next game, it wouldn't take much. They were not on the same page a lot. Um, I don't know if necessarily the same page is the, is the right terminology. It's hard to say when you don't know exactly right. what, uh, you know, what Carr was thinking and what Waller was thinking, but there were several instances. I don't think there was, I don't think there was a single truly on target pass connection between the two of them. Even his 18 yard catch was on his back hip. So he wasn't, they weren't um, feeling it. But uh, but Waller's been out five weeks 
you know, first with the injury, then with, uh, with COVID and, you know, and just when he was supposed to be like making it like working his way back into the offense, the whole COVID thing happened and then he can't come to practice at all again. And so they, that takes a, a little bit of time to get back. You know, it's like they say, when they first come into practice, there's rust to be shaken off. And I think there's some rust to be shaken off in that, uh, in that chemistry, but you saw that Waller was getting open at times, Carr was throwing for him sometimes. Um, they just weren't, uh, they weren't making that connection. And I, I think they will more in the Cincinnati game. I don't know if it's going to be back to uh, just instantly back to what we're used to seeing between the two of them, but I absolutely think it'll be better than we saw last week. Another uh, flip side of it. The Bengals offense has a lot of weapons and they've been clicking pretty well uh, when it's one, not one guy, it's the other, whether it's T Higgins or Jamar Chase or their tight end uh, CJ Uzma. And they also have a guy in Tyler Boyd that can kill you underneath. So what have you made? of Joe Burrow, his chemistry with his guys and just how powerful this offense can be. What I made of it was actually, I don't want to like, in my preseason predictions of the, of the, of the season, the one game that people seem to be the most upset about, if you will, that I predicted was that they would lose to the Bengals. And they're like, what? They're going to lose to the Bengals are terrible. What are you thinking? And I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> Burrow's in his second season and he's got his guy. He's got his guy from LSU and they're going to light it up because, I mean, what's to what's to get used to? They 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 had their timing down at LSU. You saw them. They were lights out. And I expect that can, to continue. And it has. I mean, T. Hingis was already good. Um, but you add one more guy in that and that just makes all the difference. If they can't key on one guy, that other guy, you know, if they try to, the other guy is going to be going to get open and uh, yeah, they can, they can hit you from all, all sides they're going to, it's going to, again, it's going to be on that pass rush to be relentless and make sure that, and just not give him the time he needs for his receivers to get open. If they can do that, they'll have a shot just like they've had in the last uh, four weeks. But uh, if Burrow gets a little bit of time, he's going to carve him. He's going to carve him up. Look at this. I mean, you saw Justin Herbert, even though it took a lot of fourth downs to do it. He right when he needed it, he was he was fitting those balls in there, even though Max Crosby was absolutely out of his mind in that game. (laughs) Yeah. Pressures, a couple of sacks, uh, a couple of batted passes. He stopped the run a couple of times. The dude was unconscious. And. Even with all that, it's still he he was still just like just when he needed it, bang, he's he's nailing it because he is a he's an elite quarterback and Burrow is Burrow's up there too. And uh what and Justin Herbert also had a lot of passes get dropped in that game. Uh, by guys you don't expect to drop passes. I mean, uh, Keenan Allen was dropped a couple passes. Uh, I think Eckler even dropped even dropped one, at least one. I mean, you expect it from Mike Williams, but uh, you know, you, I don't think you're going to see, I don't think you're going to see T Higgins and Jamar Chase dropping a lot of uh, passes from, from Burroughs. So they're going to have to, the Raiders are going to have to come up uh, with a perfect game. I think to, to stop, to stop them from, from doing what they want to do on offense. I couldn't agree with you more there. When you look at the keys to the game, this is Levi Damien USA today. What are the keys of the game as you see it, Levi? I think we've pretty much touched on it. Right. Uh, (laughs) Pressure. Yeah, it starts with the pressure, and if they can get the pressure and they can keep this a close game, then they can they can 
They can keep it on. They can put it on the ground, give Jacobs a chance to, because if you, if you look at what he did in this last game, he got better as the game went on. He had 24 yards, I think, in the first half. Um, then he had another like 47 in the second half. And then he had more yards in overtime than he had the entire game combined. So he was getting stronger as the game went on, in part because the defense, the charge defense is being worn down. And so you got to, you know, they're, they're doing that. It's kind of an old school football uh, mindset. They got to come into this with, and that is, you know, get at the quarterback, um, ground and pound. All right. There you have it from Levi Damian over at the Raiders Wire of USA Today. Um, Levi, I just wanted to uh, thank you for your time. And if you could, if you don't mind it, give your prediction for the game. How does this one turn out? Oh, man, you know how, how much I've gone back and forth on this because I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. being a team that like nobody wants to play because they can beat. They've shown recently they can beat anybody. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm leaning I'm leaning toward the Bengals and main and that has a lot to do with it's in Cincinnati. I think there's a 60 percent chance of snow. Um, I don't I, a lot of people say, well, Josh, Josh Jacobs, he. he if they're going to, it's going to be snowing, it's going to be a run game, but I don't know. I see uh, the Raiders, the Raiders play well at home. I don't know how, if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with the Bengals in this one. I think it'll be, you want to just want a score prediction. Let's go with uh 27, 24. Oh, okay. A little higher scoring than I thought it would be. And of course the Raiders got to play a close game. You know, that's always in the back of my mind. When I think of any score with the Raiders, it'll be close no matter what, as far as I think, I don't think it'll be a blowout as we saw in their previous matchup, but Levi, again, thank you so much for the time. If there's anything that you want to plug your work or um, Twitter handle, social media, go for it, man. Uh, you know, just at Levi Damien pretty simple on Twitter. That's pretty much it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. And uh, maybe I'll see you out in Cincinnati. And if I don't, I'll see you somewhere around that Raiders facility coming soon. I know it. All right. I'll see you then. All right. Thank you. Again, that was Levi Damien from USA Today Raiders Wire. That's where you can catch his work. Uh, Great guest to have today. Really appreciate his time and to keep up with everything that we're doing out here. Check out VegasNation.com. That'll do it for me today on the Takeaways Edition. I'll be back next week. (laughs) Would you look at that? Damn, I look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Stephen Money. It's football season, and I want you to know that you can bet on me, the STN Sports app. So sign up today and get started with me, the local favorite.